Hey, good morning, and welcome to the Chase Tavay's podcast. I'm your host, Brock Bevel. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, for liking, and subscribing what we got going on here. This is season three. Man, we appreciate you. We hope you know it. We're thankful for you spending time here listening to us. Today is a bonus episode. I want to share with you some, some, oh man, I don't know. I don't want to keep saying I come on here with bonus material for frustration, but man, this fentanyl is getting out of control in Arizona. You know, I spent some time this weekend in Utah and spoke to a, a principal in a, in a school in Utah, and he tells me that they're not even seeing it, that they've had a little bit of training. They have three canisters of Narcan on their campus, but they're not seeing it like we are. And so that, that leads me to believe that the, the border, the issues that we got going on are just, just massive. But first of all, I want to thank the first responders. I've been kicking out a lot of stuff on fentanyl, and I have received some awesome messages from my guys. You out there who are listening to this podcast today, thank you. You know who you are. I got to keep you covert, man, because you're feeding me great intel. Thank you. But thanks for all the first responders, doctors, nurses, school people, those people who are on the front lines that are seeing this. Man, I hope you know that we thank you that we see you, that we we know what you're going through. It's difficult. So let's get into it, man. If you don't mind, I received, or I I think everybody who lives in Mesa and has a kid going to a public school here receives these daily emails about COVID-19, the mitigation, the strategies, and they're updating parents. And I just... I want to lead, read you a part of this email just so you can kind of get a feel of it, just so you understand the depths that these schools are going in to notify parents, to help parents understand that there's a real, real issue out there. So here we go. Dear Mesa Public School families, this week we have seen a significant increase of student and staff COVID-19 cases across the district, staff absenteeism, has disrupted our ability to deliver some services in a timely manner. We thank you for your patience. As we continue to make adjustments, beginning today, you will receive a daily COVID-19 notification letter. Daily, daily, daily letter from your school or work site with the number of student cases and the number of adult cases reported that day. You can continue to monitor our district COVID-19 dashboard at and they give the dashboard. Now, second part of this, we'll increase mitigation strategies as needed. Now listen, there's a plan going in, check it out. If 3% of the students and staff population is COVID-19 positive, the school will be required to wear masks for 10 calendar days. Individual classrooms, programs, may be required to wear masks due to reported cases. Any mask required requirements will be communicated in a separate letter Principals, in consultation with the district, may add additional mitigation strategies such as move indoor events outside or offer multiple performances of an event to reduce audience size, switch an event to virtual or postpone it. Okay, so there's a strategy, right? 
And now an, another one here. This is a great one. Please monitor your child for symptoms every day before they leave for school. If they exhibit any symptoms, keep them home to reduce the spread of the virus. Sincerely, Holly Williams. Thank you, Associate Superintendent. Now, great information for COVID-19. We as parents will receive a daily email, daily information, and we will receive all the dashboard information we need and all the email information we need from the public schools. Now, that's wonderful for our kids, the parents. Great job keeping us notified, Mesa Public Schools. But what about COVID-19? What about fentanyl overdose, right? What, where, where are we going? Uh, parents, I'm talking to you out there. Have you received an email from your state outlining mitigation factors? Have you received anything from your state telling you, hey, watch out for this? Hey, watch your kids before they leave. Are they experiencing anything? Are they, are you monitoring them for symptoms? Parents, do you even know what symptoms of fentanyl overdose are? If you don't, you should. Because check this out. You ready? This came out two days ago by Phoenix 3 TV and CBS 5. Let me read you this article and let me share with you just some information. Remember, this is two days ago and parents, you're not getting this information. Because if you did, you would put more credence into going to your state and saying, why aren't we being notified? Why aren't you talking to us? Why are you sharing daily emails? We are so concerned about COVID-19. Are we not concerned about the fentanyl overdose in Arizona? Here we go. Phoenix 3 TV, CBS 5. As our state sees more fentanyl crossing the border, emergency rooms are noticing a startling trend. Fentanyl is being cut into other drugs. And I quote, meth, cocaine. And people are just overdosing left and right, said Dr. Arya Chowdhury. An independent contractor working in several emergency rooms throughout the doctor. Guys, this is not coming from Brock. This is not coming from your school. This is coming from a doctor. Boots on the ground. He is there. Present. Independent contractor working for several emergency rooms throughout the valley. This uptick in overdoses is already causing massive issues in our hospitals. Yes, COVID-19 and fentanyl. Man, between those two, I'm sure these hospitals are packed. Ridiculous. The doctor again says, we're losing people. We are losing lives. And it is difficult to intervene. So we're trying to take measures. But because we're so stretched in so many directions, it's difficult. Hey, could we get some help from the schools? Is this not a similar uh, a similar issue? Now, we're losing students. 
We're losing people left and right. And, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but we're not losing kids to COVID-19. And if we are, it's a very small amount. But I guarantee you, the amount of fentanyl overdose amongst our youth is far larger than that of COVID deaths. So before the power uh, p- pandemic, Dr. Chowdhury said that she, oh, sorry, it's a, it's a she, see. Uh, she saw one to two, three overdoses patients per shift. Let me, let me give that to you again. She saw one to three overdose patients per shift. Today, she says that the number has jumped between five and 10 patients, and many of them teenagers. Guys, why are teenagers being attacked? They're in the line of fire. The cartels know what they're doing. They know how to get it into the hands of our youth. And parents, are you even aware? Are you even aware of how your child are getting these drugs? Yeah, and most of them are one-time users. They're not the, the stoners that we used to see, and I air quote that, that we used to see as parents back in the day. We can readily identify them. It was easy to stay away from them if we wanted to, right? Come on, parents, you know what I'm talking about. They had a certain vibe about them. They looked a certain way. They wore certain clothes. They smelled a certain smell. Come on, you know what I'm saying. But today, we don't see that. It's not a a one-size-fits-all. We are all being affected by this. And I'm asking you to please wake up. Please. This doctor actually sent a letter to United States Secretary of State asking for help to fight fentanyl. We have to do everything we can. That means, in quotes, the doctor says that that means the federal government combating the cartels but it also means the Fed's doing the job securing these borders. But it's also coming from China. They're sending chemicals. They're sending drugs to Mexico. And then the the drug cartels, the dealers, I mean, it's not just the cartels. Come on, I mean, they're getting a bad rap here. It's, it's everybody trying to make a buck. Trying to make a buck. We're seeing the prices decrease. We're seeing the overdose rates skyrocket. We're seeing it become more and more and more and more available to our youth. Guys, parents, check your kids' phones. I know Snapchat's an amazing tool for our kids, right? There is zero way to follow. Zero way to see what they're texting because it immediately disappears. And as a result of that, we're seeing more and more of our kids dead. Yes. That's what I'm telling you. I'm asking you parents, I'm asking us to wake up. This doctor again says, what I'm seeing is patients that are in respiratory arrest, that are not breathing, they're dead or died for a few minutes and they're having to bring them back to life by administering them Narcan. 
Do you remember last year the DEA seized more than 9 million fentanyl pills? That's enough to kill the entire state. That, that's enough to kill the entire state, guys. So, let, let, let me ask you, do you have Narcan or Naloxone in your home? Do you have it in your purse? Do you know how to use it? Are you prepared to deploy it? Not, not if, but when. Parents, we, we need to do better. If, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, nope, not my kid, I'm asking you to pay attention to this podcast. I'm asking you to wake up. Just like the school system, I want to give you a daily dose. I want to give you a daily COVID notification letter or a daily fentanyl notification letter. Let me give you some symptoms. If you don't mind, just like the school does for COVID, you know what your kid looks like if they have the flu, right? Bloodshot, watery eyes. They're flush. They're tired. They may be sweating. They may be, uh, there might be some, some nausea, maybe some vomiting, right? Maybe they're cold. Maybe, you know, we have, maybe they're burning up. We know what to look for, but do you know what it looks like when your child is on the brink of overdosing from fentanyl? If you don't, let me help you. Let me give you some clues, clues of impairment, okay? And I, I hope you don't feel like I'm ripping you. I'm trying to educate you, man. I've had so many parents call me and say, man, I wish I'd have known this information before I found my kid on the floor dead, before the funeral. So here we go. Here's some, here are just a few signs and symptoms that you may see if your child has overdosed or is in the process of overdosing from fentanyl. Maybe low blood pressure. Drowsiness. Maybe a little bit of dizziness. Hey, mom, dad, I'm not feeling good. I'm dizzy. Maybe some nausea. Vomiting. Maybe their body is just limp. Look at their pupils. If they're tiny, pin dot, and they're in a room that's lit up, that shouldn't happen. Cold, clammy skin, blue lips or fingertips, decreased heart rate. Maybe the loss of consciousness gives it away. Now guys, please, I'm asking you to please pay attention. We're losing lives of our precious, of our precious youth. Today, the doctors are seeing per shift five to 10 patients, most of them teenagers from overdose of fentanyl. It's not back in the day where we could identify it, we know what the safe drugs were. Marijuana, safe drug, can't get addicted to it. Makes you hungry, but doesn't make you addicted. And I agree with that. But today, they're crushing fentanyl in everything. And your child is not safe. And they need to be educated. And they need a way out. You have to talk to them. You need to share with them your feelings. Talk to them. And you know what parents are like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to tell my son or I don't want them, them to think that I believe they use. Why not? When you were 15, when you were 16, 
how easy was it for someone to talk you and me into doing something stupid? Yeah, hey, go run and jump off the roof into the pool. Go ride your bike down the roof into the pool. Yeah, all these things that we used to do thinking we were cool and trying to stand up and, and be somebody and make a name for ourselves and, and, you know, be that popular kid, today it'll kill them. So they have to understand that there are things that are off limit. Guys, you can't even try it one time. Please have that conversation with them. I'm begging you. If you want to take the next step, I would ask you to write a letter to the United States Secretary of State asking them to help us fight this epidemic. Ask them to wake up and pay attention as well. Parents, if you're doing it in the home, our teachers are doing it at the school, how nice would it be if you received a letter from your school every day warning you about fentanyl overdose? Hey, there's not a lot more killing our kids other than COVID, right? I mean, they're not even killing the kids, but right now everybody thinks that's the worst thing in the world. I think we're being bamboozled. I think we're being being snowed. The, the wool's being covered our, over our eyes because we're, we're not mentioning this silent killer. Ask the families who have been affected by fentanyl. Ask, ask the families if they saw it coming. Ask the families if they wish they had been warned. Ask the families these questions because we're scared to. We're scared to pay attention. We think, oh man, I'm gonna keep my kids safe. I'm, I'm gonna keep them safe, I'm gonna keep them safe, I'm gonna keep them safe. No, no we're not. Our kids are gonna live. I would rather have them educated, know what they're doing, Show them pictures of fentanyl. Let them know how it's being distributed. Let them know that Snapchat's not healthy for them. If, if, if someone pops up and asks them if they want drugs, emojis, that's how all the cartels, drug dealers are using emojis. They're attacking our kids to buy and sell and hook up for drugs. I'm asking you to keep your eyes open, be aware, be alert, be attentive. That's all I'm asking you. We're trying to save your child. And if we can save one, damn, we're doing the right thing, man. I'm, I'm asking you that if you need any help to reach out to us. Reach out to us at our email. Send us a, send us a message at chasingthevase at gmail.com. We'll respond to you right away. If you want some fen if you want sorry not fen if you want some Narcan or Naloxone in your home, ask us. We'll, we'll see if we can get it for you. I just had a, a fire department text me last week looking for it, and they can't find it. They can't. They just can't get enough because check this out. Heroin addicts back in the day, if they got hit by Narcan, it was an immediate wake up. It was immediate. Today the fentanyl is so strong. And if the, if the fire department, if the ambulance and the police get there quick enough and they can, and they can hit you up with, with the, the Narcan, it may take seven, eight, and nine times. So it's, it's, it's serious. So that's just what I'm asking. If you need help, chasingthevase at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook at Brock Bevel or Chase the Vase on Instagram at Brock Bevel, Chase the Vase. Whatever you want to do, 
If you just have a question, if you just need help, if you want me to shut up, just, just text us. I know you're paying attention. I know you're listening. We, we want to be an advocate to you. We want to save you and your kids. We want to keep them together. We want to keep um, the spirit alive, man. I'm, I'm telling you, that is our only motivation here. We uh, are, are putting on a, a big concert with Connection is the Cure and Alex Boyer in April. Super excited to announce that. It's going to be a, a addiction awareness, uh, mental health, and a suicide prevention concert. So if you want to get involved, you want to learn more, again, chasingthevase at gmail.com. I love you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for listening to this rant, this extra bonus material. If you have any questions, hit us up. Thank you for all you do. Keep your kids safe. Love you. I'm out.